B-Pod Studios. Comic books, video games, anime, sci-fi. If you've been made fun of for it, we're probably going to talk about it. Come on, man. You know I only surf Transformer sites when there's girls around so they can see how cool I am. Nerd Radio starts now. All right, we're back with another week of Nerd Radio here uh, on the B-Pod Studios Network, wherever you get in your podcast, but of course on WRAF.com. My name is Chuck Bean. I am your host for another week of craziness and fun uh, with uh, shenanigans with, with Al Beck and with James. Hello. Shenanigans, for sure. Mm. Shenanigans is a great word. It is a great word. What's the, uh, the you were a mash, what was it, jocularity? Jocularity. I do love yeah. me some jocularities. Jocularity, man. Yeah. That sounds like something that goes on with that, the crotch, Yeah, that does not, yeah. Between sports. It does not. But, I got uh, a real bad jocularity. <laughs> oh, man, it is flaring up. My jocularity is flaring up. Yep. So, Francis John Patrick Mulcahy. That was who, yeah, Father Mulcahy. Yep, Father Mulcahy. So uh, we're Al establishing his old manness. <laughs> yeah. As the show gets started here. Uh, you're here to hear about nerd stuff, though, and that's what we're here to tell you about because yeah. the show, of course, is Nerd Radio. Let's get right to it, guys. The Boys. Oh, my God. Amazon Prime last week. Uh, I did nothing all weekend but watch The Boys. Now, see, I did that with Stranger Things. I got okay. all the way through season three of Stranger Things, but I had to check out The Boys. Okay. and Which sounds a funny thing. to. <laughs> it is really- I was always talking about checking out The Boys. He's like, man, this weekend is going to be awesome. I got to check out the boys. I'm over, oh, okay. I'm over, I'm over here channeling James right now, I think. Jeez, like, usually that's stuff that I would say. We are People three are... minutes into the podcast yeah. and already have dropped the title of the show. Checking out the boys. Checking out the boys. Uh, uh, no, the boys are based on the Garth Ennis comic yes. that me and you absolutely both love. Yeah. Uh, first season came out on Amazon Prime. It's eight episodes. Uh, mm-hmm. It's bingeable. You can watch all of it right now. They've already announced there's a second season. And man, oh man, did I have a great time. Yeah, I'm only two episodes deep so far, um, but I am so happy with it. Uh, I liked season one of Preacher. We both talked about it, we're, and then yep. the season two kind of lost us a little bit, but it came back around Yeah, uh, Preacher. But um, the, the boys uh, is so much more satisfying I feel like preacher. there were there were definitely some lessons learned in doing those first yeah. couple seasons of Preacher that they, they had, like, the boys moves. Right from from episode one, and yeah. there's there's some lulls throughout the eight episodes, but I am interested in most everything that each of the characters are doing. Yeah, uh, James, we've explained the the boys to you before. The the basic premise being, what if the Justice League were a bunch of ducks? Uh, yeah, it's almost like uh, who like who watches the Watchmen? These are the guys that yeah. watch the Watchmen. Yes, exactly, right for sure. And the comic had a lot more uh, dark humor in it than the show does. The show yeah. actually delves into almost horror. Yeah, uh, in that the the leader of the seven, which is the Justice League, and that is uh, called Homelander, and if it's it's kind of a mix of Captain America and Superman. See the it, guy that you always see in the promos with the laser beams coming. Yeah, out of his eyes? okay. Yeah, and and he on the surface is a very he he's very Superman like. He's very down clean home, cut. He's clean cut. Yeah. He's always got a smile on his face. But there's some wheels turning behind behind oh, there's some behind darkness the eyes. To this guy. Yeah, they yeah. even kind of point out in the show like everyone's got these vices and they're really messed up except for him. But there is this darkness to him that you, even yeah. in the first episode, you see, like, oh, okay, he isn't so good anymore. And by by the by the time you get to the end of the series, whenever Homelander shows up, there is tension. Yeah. Because you know that yeah. he is severely not right in the yeah. head. I mean, and he's the most 
powerful yeah. thing on the planet. I mean, we kind of go into the show knowing that, having yep. read the comics, so he already offered that tension. But, yeah, no, there is a lot of dark humor. I almost don't even know if I should say this, but uh, there is a, so much dark humor. And, so, like, just really, Garth Ennis will write some stuff that's downright just effed up. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely effed There's up. a thing with the hamster, which was not in the show, but <laughs> yeah. there's very... Uh, is it similar to the Richard Gere uh, urban legend of the hamster? It's very similar. Okay. Okay, well, uh, you know what? Well, I, this is a scene that does happen in the movie, but it spoils none of the story. And yeah. it kind of illustrates the Garth Ennis sense of humor. They go into a club where there's a bunch of soups, that, you know, the superheroes, just kind of hanging out, and they can kind of... Oh, soups, I'm like... Yeah, they call them soups. Yeah, like, it's them like soups. a soup club? Yeah, it's a soup club, yeah. Okay, the term like, they use in the show in the comic, cheddar? the soups. We're talking it's like a buffet. But they can kind of yeah. go in there and, and, and indulge in their vices and, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And there's this one scene where the one where guy comes to... Uh, being inappropriate things that you told me about no, last week? No, uh, no. I guess we <laughs> haven't met, we haven't seen him yet okay. in the show. But no, there's like an Ant Man kind of guy who can shrink down, and he's like standing on like a restaurant table, and he kind of like gets ready, and he starts running towards the end of the table, and as he gets to the end of the table, he takes a dive, like a swan dive, straight forward, right into a lady who's got her legs up on the table. Oh, okay, and, right yep. in. Yep. <laughs> so that's. That's the car. Even James goes, All right. Yeah. This is my home now. (laughs) I will live in here. Yeah. She did seem to enjoy it. I will say that. This fishy moisture. But this humid, fishy moisture I'm living in. Yeah. I do. I, do uh, I, I think the casting is amazing. I was curious because you've seen two episodes. What do you think of uh, Jack Quaid as Wee Huey? Yeah, I really like him. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I do. Uh, I want to address that. But first, back to what you said about lessons learned from the other. I think one of the biggest lessons they learned going from Preacher to the boys is do it on something premium. If you're going to do a Garth Ennis story, because nothing, sure, nothing against AMC. AMC puts out some great content. I mean, you know, Walking Dead for a lot of it, not necessarily all of it. Uh, Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul. They've got so many great shows. They do a good job, right. but there's still limitations because it's basic cable. Yeah, uh, no limitations on Prime, uh, Amazon Prime. So I think that was the, going premium was a big thing. But I think We Huey fits the character perfectly. Yeah. The fact that, and I am so delighted that uh, Simon Pegg is in this. Yes, because we talked before about in the comic, we Huey is the, the, the artist Derek Robertson, essentially drew Simon Pegg. Not essentially, he did. Right. Like oh, when, that's right. I remember you guys yeah. talking about that. They used Simon Pegg as like the, yeah. the model for the yeah. character. And uh, for those who didn't know, uh, he was like on a, he was a, just the Scottish guy on some BBC sitcom. No one really heard of him yet. He was yep. not Simon Pegg yet. He was an unknown actor. So this is before Shaun of the Dead. Yes, definitely. Okay. And so uh, um, uh, Garth Ennis and Derek Roberts, or Robertson? What, what, Derek Robertson. Robertson. Uh, were such big fans of his, they drew this character to look like him. Now, he finds out, Simon Pegg, they use his image without his permission. He's such a comic book nerd. He's like, dude, that's awesome. I love Garth Ennis. I'm this character. That's so cool. Yep. So, like, we've been saying for years, like, man, they got to make a boy's movie so they can get him to play Wee Huey. Right. Well, at this point, he's just too old, but he plays Wee Huey's father. So he plays his okay. own father in the show, and I love it. That's and cool. it's, it really throws me that, uh, you know, acting, but he has no accent whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. He, like he has an American accent. Yeah, a strictly American accent. In the same way that the, the kid who plays Spider-Man... Like he, he when I hear him with a British accent, yeah. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, it's crazy how people can do that. Yeah, like, they can just drop their accent and talk like in the dialect we would talk. Right, <laughs> I can barely, I can barely speak in my own accent. Oh, <laughs> right, same here. 
<laughs> and speaking of accents, on the reverse of that, the the lead character Billy Butcher uh, is played by Carl Urban. Carl Urban, and yeah. boy, oh boy, has he got a thick accent. I don't I don't know what uh, if it's full Cockney or where from uh, England or Europe he's supposed to be from. But uh, and that's another one of those things, like you're saying, him he. Uh, DMX will have to jump in here, but he's calling people what? Mm. Oh, uh, yeah. the whole time. It's really great show. Yeah, and I, he is great. It, in it's that funny role. though because I don't know. Like, I want Amy to watch it, even though I've watched the whole thing. I will watch it again because I want Amy to watch it. But it's one of those shows that, like, I have to judge whether or not I can recommend it to people. Yes, I just this morning I was talking to Lisa because typically we have a very similar taste in shows and she was just asking me about barry uh you know the bill Hader show and i was like you know i think you'll like it steven roots in it it's great henry winkler's awesome and so i was talking and i was, and I was just like uh yeah no i was i just started watching the boys and i stopped and i thought about i was like i am not recommending that to you lisa i do not think you would like this show watch it if you watch it that's on you <laughs> this, right i flat out told her I said, this is more of a james show i want james to go. she goes oh okay i won't watch it right that's funny <laughs> That's all I have to say to stop her from watching it. I think it's more of a James show. <laughs> She's like, okay, message received. Yeah, yeah. I was very clear to like, hold on. This yeah. is not a recommendation. I'm just telling a, you what I'm watching right inappropriate now. Inappropriate and full of dongers. <laughs> <laughs> there is uh, James could be in this yeah. show. Oh. There is quite a bit of male nudity throughout mm. the season. Oh, there for we go. sure. We're good. I'm glad. <laughs> there's some lady nudity in there, too. But yeah. there's I'm quite, happy to see both. There's, yeah. there's quite a bit of uh, dudes with their pants down. Yep. So. Yep. It's all uh, it's all boys in there. And I, <laughs> yeah. I as a as a fan of the comics, I it, it's much like Preacher. It goes in directions the comics didn't. There's uh, some things missing, but mm-hmm. I don't think they're vital things. Mm-hmm. And some of the scenes had to be, some of the scenes had to be reworked in the same way that Preacher is a very '90s comic. So they had to rework some things. Yeah. Like we, I think we discussed uh, in the first season uh, the character Arspace, who yes. you know put a gun yeah. in his mouth and 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 came through with it, but now he's got a. As Cassidy says, a face that looks like an ours. Yeah. Um, in the comics, the reason he does that is because they find that he's a big Nirvana fan and Kurt Cobain kills yeah. himself. Oh, okay. So him and his friend decide that they've got nothing left to live for and his friend successfully kills himself and he doesn't. Uh, they changed that for the show. Uh, the Boys is a very early 2000s book. Yes. Because you haven't gotten to it yet, but there is a, a scene with an airplane that uh, – had a lot to do with 9-11 in the comic. Oh, yeah. To, oh yeah. They've yeah. had to change yeah. some of the facts around that okay. scene, but it still plays out just like it did in the comic. Gotcha. Okay. All which right. is uh which is fascinating. I do recall that from the from the comic right. though. I definitely I gotta go back. I gotta dig through my back issues and All find right. the comics because I want to read them again. Yeah. Now, how much is the uh the Amazon streaming stuff? Cost. It comes with the Prime account, so it's an annual fee. So if you Ooh, okay, or your well, girlfriend, I will never, I will never watch. It. <laughs> I will never watch this show. I will never sign up for Amazon Prime unless I'm going to get some sort of a free. I thought maybe your girlfriend may have had it or something. No, but, okay. I'm sure no. you know somebody so that's, that's got Amazon Prime, and that's yeah. I know, like I, I'll sign you into it or something. I don't care, <laughs> but because uh, I never, I almost never use it. I do mm-hmm. not have Amazon Prime for the streaming. I don't. It's I have it for yeah, the shipping. But- I use the hell out of the shipping. Uh, and it's like they have video. They've also got music, and it's like cool. It comes with it. It's not why I have it. So the fact yeah, that the there streaming is streaming on Amazon Prime is definitely kind of a bonus. Yeah, I don't. I don't know anybody who got Amazon Prime specifically to watch a show like The Boys. No, on they didn't like even that. have it when I first signed up. I, I I got it for the two day shipping. Right, and that was yeah. So mm, that's crazy because like I'm interested in, in the show, but I'm not going to drop no. the. Yeah, I don't they, buy yeah. enough stuff on Amazon, you know, to justify it. So right. I buy stuff it's usually 
I'm well, inside a video game store and I'm right. physically holding something. I'm like, I must own this. Yeah, it's the, the way it should be. Yeah. <laughs> but none of us are doing James is he's hanging on. He's yeah. hanging on there. No, but, well, we'll never uh, let go. I already got yeah. ripped off of a digital album. So. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah, no, I'm very, very happy. Killer with Mike, it. you owe me $10. <laughs> Let me know. I'll get it from ELP if I need to. Run the jewels. What I have to say about it, essentially, though, is that uh, if, if you were a fan of the comics and you have access to Amazon Prime, I would highly recommend it. It's very, uh, it, it is fun. Uh, it, it gets very dark, but there's a lot of really cool stuff. Mm-hmm. To, uh, and and it, the, way, the way it ends, you, you aren't there yet, but the way it ends definitely leads to, like, oh, man, season two can't come or soon enough. Yeah. I mean, I'm just now meeting Frenchie and the, and the female. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I'm only, I'm only two episodes in. Yep. So. I'm looking forward to the rest of them. It's a good ride. You can have a fun ride. You said uh, before we before we uh, break here, you said that you'd uh, check out Stranger Things over the weekend, too. I did, too. yeah. I got what are your thoughts? I mean, I enjoyed it, and uh, I know I was, someone else shared the same thought with me, and I agree with it, so maybe it was someone in this room, but it's, it is kind of the same plot over and over again. Yeah, it's basically kind of. the same thing. Right. I feel like um, that's a lot of shows, though. Yeah, I guess that's true. But did you I stick still... around to the post credits at the very, very yes. end of the last episode. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I did. Because I did not do that, and I had to go back and right. And I watch. did not realize it. I was doing something else when it ended. Yeah, you just left it on, and yeah. then you heard I think stuff I was, like, was happening again. Yeah, I think I was dicking around with a guitar or something while I was watching it. So when ah. it, when it ended, I was, I was still. Playing with the guitar. That's right. Then... Using that phrase because the top of his guitar looks like the perfect spot for me to rest my nuts. <laughs> That's yes. the funny thing. I, I posted a picture of the headstock of my BC Rich guitar, yeah. which I, to me, it's like the most badass looking headstock I've ever seen on any guitar. Right. And I'm like, I'm just looking for something to put on Instagram. Like, I love this headstock. I'm going to put it up there. And everything was like, it looks like boobs. It looks like balls. James was like, I can put my balls on there. I'm like, I've never seen that when I've looked at this headstock. But now you'll never see it differently. It's like you cut out a perfect shape for my nuts to just rest on the headstock uh, looks, of your guitar. Looks like a scorpion or devil horns or something. Like, it's like this super, like, heavy metal headstock. Carrie King has these on all his guitars. That's all I've ever seen is this badass heavy metal guitar. And everyone's like, looks like balls, dude. I'm like, oh, you know what? What? Bet you Carrie King's had his nuts on the headstock. I was going to say, come on. You you know that Carrie King is not, uh, at, at some point, has been like, you know what would fit right there really well. <laughs> Teabag my guitar. Yeah, Teabag my guitar. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's uh, take a break and come back. Let's reset and uh, not think about James Balls on, <laughs> on his guitar. guitar. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. I was going to say they probably look much better on his chin anyways. <laughs> yep. That's a good point to break. All right. We'll be back. It's Nerd Radio. Whenever I'm about to do something, I think, would an idiot do that? And if they would, I do not do that thing. Hope you cleared out your DVR. We're back with more Nerd Radio. Oh, I've wasted my life. Welcome back to Nerd Radio on your social media at Nerd Radio 101 on the B-Pod Studios Network and on WRIF.com. Every week we're here for you. It's Chuck Bean, Al Beck, and James talking about, uh, well, we just got done talking about The Boys, mm-hmm. which is on Amazon Prime. Uh, I, I, I think I told you when I saw you Monday morning, I had a Garth Ennis weekend because not only did I binge all yeah. eight episodes of The Boys, but uh, last binge week- binge read. Yes, the last week the final issue of the book he's currently writing, A Walk Through Hell, which is supposed to be a horror book, came out. Uh, and I read the last issue, and the ending didn't really la- like. I was like, eh, that was kind of disappointing. So I went, I got the other eleven issues and read through all of them, 
in one sitting. And uh, so you read the ending first. I read the ending first. Well, he okay. read them all in sequence, right? Because oh. it was a monthly book. Then he read book. the last. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so he's been reading it all book. along. Like, yeah. What the heck? Why? Uh, you sometimes first. That's like a you just totally ruined the choose your own adventure. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> you know, sometimes they. Uh, Sometimes books just don't carry over month to month. Like you forget details and stuff like that. And right. Like we always, when we say they write for the trade, they're writing for like those, like when those I lent you the cross, yeah. the, the cross, yeah, uh, the collections. And it's just it reads better when you go straight through. And so walk through hell. Walk through hell. I recommend. I, I know you haven't caught up yet. Yeah. When you do get that twelfth issue, read all of them at once. Okay. Yeah. It's, see, and you know what? I actually had that thought about halfway through because I was kind of a, that started before I fell so far behind. Right. And I liked it. You there. know, Garth Ennis is hit and miss with the both of us. Yep. He's more hit than miss. Yes. But um, I was enjoying it, but then I was just like, it started falling off for me a couple months in, and it got to a point where like, you know what? I bet you it's going to read better for the trade. So I started putting them in a separate stack when I would get them. So I haven't even read an issue in months. Yeah. And I've just been setting them aside. And I was like, when it's done, I'll go through it all like you did. And yeah. So it's, and, good to, it's good to know it's the right decision. And as a monthly comic book buyer, that always annoys me a little bit. When a, yeah. when, when you when a book doesn't translate over month I agree. to month. And, and I think that's why something like Batman coming out twice a month, or even this, this uh, X-Men series is supposed to be too many series, but a different issue comes out every week, so it's essentially a weekly. Mm-hmm. Like, that works out a lot better for me because within seven days, I'm less likely to forget details than I am within, like, 30 days. Yeah. And the details you forget compared to the details I forget. Uh, for sure. I'm like, who's <laughs> this guy? What's his name? It's Superman. It's, oh, it's, new guy? Yeah. <laughs> the guy yep, with the S on his chest? Who's yeah. that guy? Who's <laughs> the guy with the S? Yeah, no, fun book. And for those that haven't uh, haven't looked into it yet, I know the first trade is out, and I think the second <laughs> trade comes out in a couple of... Uh, uh, a couple of months Just from what I have read of it I could call it a fun book it is a fun book <laughs> the idea is it called the walk to hell yeah no the idea is these uh, these two uh, FBI agents uh, walk into this warehouse where somebody is holed up in and uh, disappear and mm-hmm. so they send for the police, and the police send in a SWAT team. And the SWAT team comes out 30 seconds later and just gets in the SWAT van and all point their guns at each other and kill each other. Oh. So then when the next group of FBI agents comes in and they they walk in and you follow these FBI agents in their, their well, essentially their walk through hell. Gotcha. So you find out what horrors are waiting for them in that uh, in mm-hmm. that warehouse. And there's a lot of, like, flashbacks and stuff like that. Yeah. Which they is one of the you. things that drives me crazy about Grant Morrison is that he does a lot of time jumping, it sure. seems like, and it just it's all discombobulated to me. Yeah, and I think that's possibly why it doesn't read as well month to yeah. month, because it's almost like episodes of Lost. It's like you're you're following the story that's going on right now, but then there's all this stuff that happened before to give you context for what's happening right now. Right. Gotcha. So it can be a little uh, difficult to follow, but there it is. Uh, speaking of comics, too, finding out um, Warren Ellis is going to be doing a Batman series. Really? Starting in October. It's called, uh, the I think it's called The Batman's Grave. Okay. Let me find it here. New Batman Project. Uh, Warren Ellis and Brian Hitch, who uh, did did The Authority together, yeah, are doing a 12-issue series called The Batman's Grave. And Warren Ellis has never really done Batman. He did two issues of Legends of the Dark Knight back in Hmm. the 90s that I have, which are uh, very, um, I don't know, they're they're not your typical Batman story. They're almost Garth Ennis-like in in, in the absurdity of them. Yeah, not typical. That's up Warren Ellis' alley. Right. You know. But uh, Warren Ellis, it's a solid name, though Warren Ellis. He's somebody that I I like to follow a yeah. lot, and he's been hit or miss the last couple of years too. Yeah, there's been yeah, some of his image that. comics output that I haven't really enjoyed. But I'm Didn't interested in seeing him. Moon Knight a few years ago, that was a little, he did. Little he did different. about six was, issues of Moon Knight that was really cool. That was pretty cool. I remember that. 
so yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, that. Was that was uh, this week is when they announce when the previews comes out, which lets you know all the stuff that's coming out in October. That was in there. how much was, money you're going to spend. Uh, I haven't found out yet. Yeah. I haven't made my list. <laughs> and the grand total is yeah, yeah. They they are because October is when the the Joker uh, movie comes out. Oh, they are putting out like two Joker books a, a week throughout October. Oh, some geez. of them are reprints of old issues that the Jokers and some of them are new comics, uh, new miniseries they're starting up of around the Joker or, or Joker and Harley. But there's a bunch of Joker stuff coming out uh, in October. And all my X-Men books I talked about last week from San Diego Comic-Con, those all start in October. So, comic-wise, it's something for me to look mm-hmm. forward to, yeah. for sure. Um, we've talked before about the Disney Plus uh, yes. app that's coming up. Uh, we found out last week in San Diego, most of those Marvel shows are uh, not coming out immediately with Disney Plus. Uh, I did find an article, though, that's, uh, that has uh, Disney has announced all the Star Wars stuff that will be available day one on Disney Plus. So let me know what you think about this. If this sells you or if you're, if you're still like, eh, I'm good. Uh, Disney Plus is going to offer Star Wars episodes uh, one through seven. So everything up to Force Awakens okay. will be up there as well as Rogue One. The entirety of the Star Wars Rebels series, which was on Disney XD, their uh, CGI animated series, and the first six seasons of The Clone Wars, which was on Cartoon Network back yeah. in the early 2000s. Uh, they also uh, will be launching their own original series, The Mandalorian, which is uh, John Favreau is working on. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yep. I didn't know he was uh, involved either. Yep, and that's all That's all going to be on there day one. And then over the next year, of course, as the uh, uh, the contracts for The Last Jedi and Solo, which are on Netflix right now, as those run out, those will migrate over to uh, Disney+. Plus. And they're doing a uh, seventh season of Clone Wars that will be on there sometime next year. And then they said that when uh, Star Wars Rise of the Skywalker, the, the last movie of this mm-hmm. current yeah. trilogy... Uh, is released directly. Uh, it'll be released directly on Disney Plus once the Skywalker Saga hits digital. So once you can buy that digitally, it'll also be on Disney Plus. Oh, oh wow. that's cool! That day. So, what, what are your thoughts on Disney Plus, there, James? For me, The Mandalorian is really the only thing that I'm super stoked about being able to see on day one. Yeah, but the other stuff, whatever. Like I have the movies already. Like it right. doesn't do much for me if right. I wanted to watch it. I can put it on my Blu-ray player and. You know, is this going to be like a sign up for a month, watch what you want, and then cancel it for you? Yeah, well, I think what I heard is that originally it's going to la- launch for like 60 bucks for a year. So oh, okay. I'll probably try the first year out just knowing they'll have Marvel stuff coming through and right. things like that. And, um, you know, maybe I'll, I'll delve into some of those Clone Wars cartoons. I ha- never watched any of the cartoons. None of the. Do you have an interest? I do not have any interest in any of the clone, like the cartoon. Star Wars things. It's been well out. for me. The cartoons never they never seemed that cool. Like yeah. I just didn't care for the animation. It was like right. it seems like cheesy Star Wars. Like I don't want right. my, I don't want my okay. cheese with I'm my with Star you. Wars. I'm know? with you. I'm with like, you on that. I know. I watched some of Star Wars Rebels. I thought that was pretty fun. It was good. Yeah. Disney XD. Some of the the characters were really neat. There's a little droid called Chopper that's real mouthy, like R two D two. Oh okay. That I thought was a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm I'm kind of feeling like I might want to get the disney plus i'm on the fence about maybe canceling uh netflix at some point because yeah. I, I i use hulu a lot mm-hmm. but i don't use netflix all that often so it's getting to the point where they just keep jacking the price up because they've got all these bills to pay right yeah, but you're not watching it but i'm not watching it that's enough. how i feel about I, it when i first i've had netflix for 10 years and i used to watch that was like all i watched dude yeah that's all i used to but once you catch up on all your shows you yeah. binge watched everything like what's left to watch like you know the used to be a commercial for a cable company out here where you've reached the end of the internet yes and you get to yeah, the yeah. point where yeah. you're like oh i've reached the end of netflix there's 
nothing left for me to watch other than garbage, complete and utter right. garbage. Like I've already watched all of Pawn Stars, man. <laughs> Every episode of Pawn Stars, I've watched it all. I can negotiate like a mofo. You wouldn't believe how good I'm at negotiating, but there's nothing left for me to watch. I can't negotiate the negotiate decrease in my bill from like Netflix. a mofo. I know since Captain Marvel, I've definitely uh, I've you know been in the store and looked at the DVD and thought to myself. Well, the Disney thing is in the fall. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't need to buy this now because I know I'm going to get the Disney thing in the fall, and it's going to be there. Or like the Avengers yeah. Endgame is, you know, coming is digital, and and I think the physical copies, if they didn't come out this week, they come out next week or the week after. And I'm like, now nah, it'll be on the digital. I can, I can just, I can wait. I'll probably still get those because I collect the, the the Blu-rays of right all the Marvel, like the comic book movies. So I'll still get those. Yeah, but um, I don't know. They're the more I think about it, the more they're winning me over and the more Netflix is pushing me away because we're, we're just going to see more and more stuff disappear from Netflix. I mean, yep. it's, we we knew that as soon as Disney announced their streaming service, because we saw that, uh, I mean, even in the comic world, as soon as they bought LucasArts, yeah. we knew that as soon as Star the contract is- with, with Dark Horse was up, yeah. Star Wars was going to switch over to Marvel. Star Wars was going to be a Marvel book again. Because they own Marvel. Yep. So as soon as yeah, I mean you knew it. So now that they they bought Fox, so everything Fox will start dropping off of you know uh, Hulu may even become obsolete to me too because it's going to start dropping off and everyone wants their own streaming service. Yeah, so I can't gonna... remember what uh, what I think it was either FX or somebody else or NBC is talking about having their own streaming. Yeah, service. NBC is talking about it. Speaking of jacking the price too, I saw uh, I don't think it's official yet, but the WWE Network is they're talking about uh, making a tiered system. Oh really? For that, yeah. Like the nine ninety nine will still have most of the stuff, but then like there'll be a eleven ninety nine version and maybe oh, even a fourteen ninety nine version. I have to see what the difference is in the tiers. Yeah, I only buy it for the pay per views, really. Yeah, yeah. Like, until I until I see what the quote unquote pay per views because right, you know, right. But it's I, I totally think, different system now. Yeah, I think I think the idea is that the, that way a they can have a free version with a bunch of ads in it, mm-hmm. and then b they can also just add put ads in it, and then like you know and you oh, can pay nine ninety nine, but you still get yeah. ads in your stuff. But then at eleven ninety nine, we'll take the ads out. Yeah, think about that. But yeah, I mean, for me, it's really just to watch pay per views, or if I'm really bored, I'll go in and I'll watch like Edge and Christian's awesomest sure. show or whatever. You know, some silly, goofy stuff. It's or fun every now and again to go matches. find an old, yeah, an old yeah. Raw or an old SmackDown from like you know the the, the Attitude Era. Yeah, like I watched some John Cena stuff when he was what is it? Uh, the, the Doctor the, of Thugonomics. No, before that, when he was like the machine, the, the body or whatever. When he had some oh, the prototype. The prototype. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> It's like the prototype. I've never. Oh, hey, it is. Oh my God, it's John Cena. He looks so uh, young. He'd be in the middle of promo. He's like, "Let me rewind that." Yeah. He'd run it backwards and then say it again. He had cool hair at that point in time too. <laughs> <I got> dad <laughs> hair. He's rocking now. No, it's pretty all right. But I think his dad hair is because of that. He's in. A, he's got a movie coming out that I think is going to be his version of Kindergarten Cop, where he plays like a firefighter with kids. I would love to see John Cena so. in a remake of Kindergarten. I'll oh, be too. Yeah, absolutely. That would be hilarious. Much better than Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> That's a lot of John Cena talk. James, what are you doing with my guitar? Yo, I just uh, rested my balls on it. <laughs> Bring your chin over here, Al. Well, he's got to have some place to rest his balls while he talks about John Cena. You know I talk about John Cena, so it's getting to be about that moment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the moment we've all been waiting for. <laughs> uh, I don't think I've talked to you guys much about Marvel Ultimate Alliance that I got for the Switch. No, I want to hear about I it. I got it. Oh, it's so much fun. It looks awesome. I've it's seen... so good. It's it, somebody I read a review. Somebody mentioned that it's it's like a self aware cartoon. Okay, and I I definitely feel that. But the thing that really uh, it it hammers home is the voice acting in it is so good. Yeah, like they 
they couldn't get Robert Downey Jr. They couldn't get uh, Bradley Cooper mm-hmm. to be Rocket Raccoon and all this stuff. So they, but they tried to make sure that the people that were going to do these characters mimicked the speech patterns of okay. the character that you are used to hearing. So it starts with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Like level one, you play the Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. and then uh, so so right off the bat, you've got Rocket, uh, which Rocket and Groot are one character. Like okay. Rocket rides around on Groot's shoulders. <laughs> okay, and that when makes you hit sense. the attack, when you hit the light attack button, Rocket mm-hmm. fires uh, his gun off his shoulders. That um, makes sense. So after the first level, uh, you get transported to, or the Guardians get transported to Earth, where the all the Infinity Stones are supposed to be, and you're supposed to find the Infinity Stones before Thanos. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, going after the, the the Marvel Cinematic Universe, like the Avengers stuff that we've seen over the last ten years. The second level is on the raft, which is where all the Spider Man's villains get put when they get captured by Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. They immediately load you up with like all your main Avengers: Iron Man, Captain America. Thor, Black Widow, Spidey's there, so now you can you know you've got a bunch of people to choose from. You don't cool. just have to play the Guardians. But uh the guy who the guy who's doing Thor sounds pretty good. The guy who's doing Iron Man really did a great job mimicking how Robert Downey Jr. just delivers sentences. Mm-hmm. Really? Which is fantastic. So it's not nearly as jarring as trying to play the Deadpool game. No. Which I think predated the movies. It did. But- it did, and that's... He's got this really deep voice. It's definitely not right. Okay. Ryan Reynolds. Each particular level takes place in, like, a different corner of the Marvel Universe. Like, okay. the next, uh, there's there's a level that takes place in Avengers Tower, and kind of, you fight Ultron, so it feels very much like Age of Ultron, and you add some Avengers to your team in that one. I'm in the X-Men level right now. Uh, I just uh, came up against Magneto, the Juggernaut, and Mystique. Whoever they got to do Magneto sounds just like Ian McKellen. That's awesome. Which is hilarious. Like, he's wearing the big red costume, and he's buff as hell, because everybody looks like their comic book version, so they're just, like, ripped. But then he's got, like, Sir Ian McKellen voice. That's awesome. I love that. it's hilariously fun. Even the Deadpool, uh, he's in that level. He's actually in the X-Mansion when Juggernaut's running through it, making because it's Taco Tuesday. Yeah, of course. Uh. He's making tacos, (laughs) and the Juggernaut runs through the kitchen, and that's when Deadpool joins your party, because, like, he's besmirched all his tacos. But that... (laughs) That Deadpool sounds kind of like Ryan Reynolds. That's cool. It's a fun uh, game. I and love it, it. It really feels like a throwback to the the days of the Ninja Turtles or the Simpsons side-scrolling games, something like that. Like it's Sweet. Not, it's not a side-scroller, but it certainly feels like you could load up three other friends and just have a blast with this, this thing. This game might push me over the edge to actually get a Switch. Yeah. Is it right. exclusive to the Switch? It yeah. is. Okay. It, it sounds is. like fun, and hearing you talk about it and see the joy in your face talking about oh, it, I'm like, so oh my good. god, I want that joy too. Yeah, no, it's so, and I know I've been a huge Switch fanboy ever since I got mine a year ago, but oh my god, this, oh, game, yeah. Is, yeah. this game is amazingly fun. It, it's, it, I'm still surprised you haven't got one yet, James. Well, because I'm, I'm barely having enough time to play my PS4 oh, and that's my true. Xbox. That's true. I don't think they put Realm Royale on the uh, Switch yet either. It actually, so. it is available for the Switch. Is it? Yeah, but uh, High Res needs to figure out how to let me sign in with one account and have all my stuff. Oh, yeah, that's always the worst. Yeah, so, like, I have an account on the Xbox. I have my account on my PS4. Yeah. I'm signed in under the same name, but on the PS4, I'm much But they they count as separate accounts. Yeah, so I'm like, come on, man. I want all my skins. I want my emotes. Yeah, I remember when when Rocket League is like that. I got that for the Switch a couple of weeks ago when it was on sale, and I've got it on my PC. And, like, my PC account doesn't match up with my... We just lost your mic. Oh, your mic went away. The hell? <laughs> nope. Well, this studio's still being falling censored. apart. <laughs> I'm being censored! <laughs> what the crap? What, what, that, what was that uh, company you were just talking about that you didn't have? <laughs> they won't let you log in? They found out. They did. They they, they got rid of you. What the hell? 
I don't know what I'm supposed to do now that Al's swung the mic over to me. <laughs> I'll, I'll just give you the microphone so I can, I don't know, try it. Yeah, he's, tr- he's trying to play some, te- some emergency tech support. Okay. Well, hopefully this isn't going to blow anybody's eardrums and get a weird high right. I love squeal. that you. I love that you quickly unplugged that microphone and now you can't figure out how to plug it back in. <laughs> I'm taking on two mics at once right now. Look at this. It's like I'm filming an audio porno. No, that thing's dead. That's Mike's a dead, dead mic. Okay, cool. Well, that sucks. <laughs> well, anyway, I don't even remember what the hell I was talking about anymore. Your, well, your account on... Uh, oh, yeah, your Realm Royale Oh, account. Realm Royale, yeah. <laughs> well, anyways. There you talk Figured out high res. All right, well, we're going we're gonna to take a break here and see if we can't get that mic working again. And uh, we, we'll be back with some nerd radio. Hopefully, we'll be back with three mics. But I'm we might still be- here, too! <laughs> Al's just going to have to yell. I may have to really rest my nuts on Al's chin to get the rest of this episode done. <laughs> and to get close. Hi, it's Brian Baumgartner. I played Kevin in the office, and you're listening to Nerd Radio. Let's uh, let's finish up some nerd radio. So uh, as as you heard, we had a little bit of microphone problems. We've changed locations. So we've changed locations. Yeah, yeah. we've moved to a secondary location, which if everybody knows, never let them move you to a secondary location. Yeah, that's yeah. always a bad plan. But uh, for nerd radio, it's actually the best plan. Yeah, uh, well, Al can't hurt anything. A bit of an upgrade. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah not by much. We have windows in here, some yeah. TVs. It's kind of nice. It's very distracting. A little I know. Bit. I'm watching the news now. Yeah. instead of paying attention. To very sunny. Want me to turn those off? <laughs> well, the one behind. I have is fine. the control, and that one's off, and then this one here. Yeah. Okay. All right. Nice. So, uh, yeah, we're going to wrap up some nerd radio here. Uh, I don't have my notes in front of me, so I'm going to be bringing it. <laughs> I thought it was on your phone. <laughs> no, no. Uh, uh, but I did We want... all just, we picked up and we moved. Yeah. You're right. And, uh, like, I didn't bring my headphones with me, and we found out, like, I was going to be the engineer for this segment. So right. I should go get those. Yeah. <laughs> Went back and got them, and then you didn't bother bringing your laptop. So. We didn't, look, as much as we say that we don't prepare for yeah. this show, if you throw us a curveball... No. Like us having to change yeah. to a secondary location, it really throws off the little bit of preparation I do actually as, do for the show. As much yeah, cheese all out of whack. Well, <laughs> the phrase "we don't pre- prepare" is absolutely one hundred percent correct. Chuck does prepare a yes. little bit, just a bit. Yeah. We do not, though. Even at if all. it's a matter of in the twenty minutes I'm driving here, going, "What am I going to talk about today?" <laughs> That's some pre- preparation right there. <laughs> twenty so. minutes more than what I do. All I do is I fill up my pink Yeti with some water yeah. and I. Walk Set in. it down on some heavy metal band yeah. CD that never went anywhere and uh, start you chatting. Had, when we were getting ready to do this, you had to remind me. I was like, oh, man, I saw The Boys a couple episodes. And, uh, you know, that's really about it. And you said you also watch Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. I got <laughs> you had to remind me that right. I had something to talk about this time. Well, that's why I have to. I drive the car, essentially. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> and, then, and then the one time James and I were like, we can do a show by ourselves when yep. Chuck was out. Didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> we can do it. No problem. I can't find the links, James. <laughs> well, Al, I think this might be the show that doesn't happen. I don't. I can. I can't help you find the links. I don't the know what you're talking about. We failed twice on. Yeah. Well, that's that's nerd radio for you. Um. <laughs> all right. So here's a bit of a downer, but it's something I feel like I need to bring up because okay. it's it's somewhat important to me. Um, my first comic book store here in uh, in in the Motor City was mm-hmm. this place called Comics Corner. And uh, the owner of Comics Corner, who uh, I've, I've seen a couple of times since then, his name was Dan, passed away a couple of weeks ago. I found out via Facebook oh, through a couple of uh, friends. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know the circumstances from it. But from what I understand, the store is going to be taken over by his uh, his family and they're going to you know continue to keep it open or something like that. And it's the kind of thing I don't know if I told the story before on the air, 
but it was it was my first comic book store back when I was just picking up Ninja Turtles comics and Transformers comics, and that was it. I was mm-hmm. just a kid. Uh, and then when I got into the superheroes, I decided, okay, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have you start pulling comics for me. Mm-hmm. So I was yeah. getting X Men and X Force, and you know, the Infinity Gauntlet series was just coming out at the time. A couple of months after I got my pull there, I went on vacation with my parents and got a couple of comics from like a Seven Eleven. And then when I came back, there were a couple of things I'd actually had asked him to pull for me. So I was like, hey, I don't want these comics. And I'm like, I don't know, like 12, 13 at the yeah, time. Yeah. And it's so, so Dan is, is towering over me and he yelled at me for pull <laughs> comics that I didn't want. So uh, a couple of weeks later, I came in and told him. I Worst was, customer ever. A little bit. <laughs> a couple of weeks later, I came in and, and uh, I came in and. Um, and told him I was moving and just went to a different comic book store. I just didn't go back for years and years and years until I was growing up. Uh, but I, I always tell that story, you know, like, don't do that. If you own a comic book store, don't do that kind, yeah. of, kind of thing. But even uh, with that being said, uh, my, my condolences go out to him and his family and his customers and everyone yeah. uh, at Comics Corner because it's uh, it's always it, – it reminds me of how uh, – of just getting older. <laughs> Yeah, with but, somebody that you've known that long, and you know what? Every so often, you'll find a Seven Eleven. Maybe not so much anymore, but when you were, you know, that young, yeah, um, which was you know nineteen sixty two, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow, or like you'll you have those like you remember Walmart tried to do those exclusives, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you'll see them other places, but so much of the market is mom and pop shops, and because it's a niche thing. Even though there's a lot of online retailers too, I think most people predominantly will have their local comic book store. Or right. Like even with me, I don't have a store I go to anymore. You right. A dealer. But I've got a dealer right. who you, you know should be here any up. minute to yeah. drop off my right. comics today. He's actually how I found out because we were friends on Facebook, yeah. and I found yeah. out through him that Dan had passed away. So like every customer has like a relationship with with the the comic guy. It's not yeah. like. Going into the Best Buy, and uh, you know, it's just you know, the, the some rando, yeah. rando who, yeah. and the, whichever and guy changeover. in the blue shirt is in yeah. the in that yeah. department at the moment. So it actually, hey man, can I help you find a video game? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we don't uh, carry those anymore. Yeah, and he didn't want to help you anyway. Them online, but it does. Uh, as, as sad as that is, it makes me happy that the family's going to keep his shop going for sure. Because ordinarily, you know, you just end up closing it down. Yeah, yeah. I do think it'd be funny though if you were to get in a time machine, travel back to twelve year old chuck going in there to get the comics and gets yelled at and you go back the next day and there's a sign up that says do not pull comics for this kid it's like security footage of a little kid in there like flipping through a comic just sitting there like oh man because they have signs like that up at the adult novelty stores that i go to all the time like it's of shoplifters or people doing inappropriate oh, things God, in so was of you? No. Of you? oh my god if i was on oh, i would find it so funny james yeah. cut out oh that's a like a picture dream. of my face like do not sell dildos Dude, to this that, man it's got a the big head that you took yeah. to uh, yeah. Royal Rumble. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> Giant cheesy smile. Hey! <laughs> like, that's not me. That's not me. That's not my face. I saw a guy that looked like that. That's not me. That is definitely not me. I saw a guy that looked like that, but his head was significantly smaller, so it yeah. could not have been him. Yeah. I don't think that was me. Speaking of your giant yeah. James head, uh, SmackDown's coming to town next week. It Speaking is, of your yeah. giant James head. <laughs> yeah. And that giant James head's going to be plastered all over your TV. Excellent. Excellent. Got, yeah, uh, I, heard, I heard an ad actually on our station, I think it was a couple of days ago for the SmackDown show. Mm-hmm. And it was, it, it cracked me up. This is totally, uh, you know, uh, a sidebar here, but it cracked me up because they're like, so-and-so is going to fight so-and-so. And then Roman Reigns will take on Drew McIntyre. And I'm like, well, then I don't want to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see those guys. I want to see that. That's, yeah. That sucks. 
This is some, some, some sort of a surprise. But, dude, it's the SmackDown leading up to Royal, uh, not uh, Royal, Survi- SummerSlam. SummerSlam. So yeah. I feel like it's going to be a big. Yeah, there's got to be some cool dude, stuff that the happens. The Fiend's going to make an appearance. He was just messing with uh, Finn Balor yeah. last night. And uh, my girlfriend was able to score those same ringside seats. Nice. So I'm trying to debate if I want to wear like a mask or do something outrageous. <laughs> But uh, at least I want to set up like a boo cam where I boo all the heels. There you and go. I just have yeah. my phone hanging from my neck so you can just see me boo. A boo cam. I love that. Boo! That's so cool. I love that. So uh, we'll probably talk about that in next week's Nerd Radio. Uh, me and you were just talking about after next week's Nerd yeah. Radio. Uh, you've invited me to yeah. check out uh, one of your uh your Al doesn't want to be my date anymore. So I, got, <laughs> I found a new man, Al. Yeah. Well, <laughs> checking out the boys. Yeah. <laughs> Full yeah, man, circle. I'm going to see that, yeah. uh, whatchamacallit, oh, scary, scary stories, stories to... Yeah, to tell in the dark. Yeah. It's uh, Guillermo del Toro's uh, yeah. reimagining of the, Nickelode- the old Nickelodeon show. Well, was it, a, was it an old show? Or was That's Are You Afraid of the Dark? That was Are You Afraid of the Dark. used to be a book. Yes, you're correct. I remember reading the book when I was in elementary school. Well, I think like the book was like scary stories to tell in the dark or, yeah. or read in yeah. the dark. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I remember, I remember reading it. It's one of the first books that scared the bejesus out of me. Right. Sure. I remember reading it, and I was like... I'm actually really scared right now. I don't want to go to bed. This is, <laughs> this is scary. So then seeing that the movie's coming out, and then he's seeing that uh, Guillermo del Toro was doing it, and I was like, right. we got to go. And I got the invite. And I was like, I'm not into scary movies. So I'm not like, at all. And I am absolutely into scary yeah. movies. Yeah. And I figured it'd help doing out. A, uh, doing know, a talk horror to me podcast every week talking yeah. about scary movies. So yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm totally could introduce you to the Phantom Farter or who I suspect <laughs> to be the Phantom Farter. You can come yeah. into the circle can, with that. You can, I, you can grab onto my arm every time you get scared. Yeah. I'm right there to protect you. I'm going to grab your arm and I'm going to bitch you about the stench. <laughs> I, I, th- I think that is the phantom farter because I had the same thought. Yeah. Like when we were talking, I was like, it's that guy. It's got to it? be him. It's got to yeah. be him. Yeah, I just I told Chuck, I just look, look for I'm the only live mouth in the room. This, this inside yeah. joke to be, being like, yeah. having to putting a, a. He's just an animal, that guy. Down. He's an animal. But. And Al, you've got a whole bunch to talk oh about coming God. up next week. I know, dude. I'm going to. Oh, yeah, you're going to that, the con. The convention, the, dude. I am the big going. One. Uh, yeah, the big one, <laughs> which I didn't think was going to be such a. It's become an inside joke now <laughs> since I mentioned on the morning show. But I am leaving Friday night. I'm going to fly out to Las Vegas. My brother lives there, so I'm going to go visit family. But. We've got tickets for Saturday to check out Star Trek Las Vegas, which is the big one. The yeah, big, big one. Star, big Trek, Star convention. Trek convention. I was finally going to the big one. Yeah, it's have like, you been brushing up on your Klingon? I have not, Because no. you're going to see a lot of them. Yes, I know. I, and, and this is the thing I was, we were kind of talking about. This. Man, I like, think the big one, the only way you can order a beverage is in Klingon. I, well, I'm going to be thirsty. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be real thirsty. In the desert, too. Yeah, but uh, yeah, man, this, I'm, I'm really excited. I'm are you also, looking to are you looking to meet any of the uh celebrities that are there? As a matter of fact, yes. My brother sprung this on me. Um so he went last year for the first time. He's also into Star Trek. He texted me the moment he got home. Dude, it was awesome. We got to see these people speak. You are you have got to come out next year. So we've been planning this for the last year. Yeah. Tickets went on sale back in January. So I start, you know, putting together the nickels and dimes and, you know, bought my ticket and um, bought his seven of nine costume. Got my wear. seven of nine costume. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, uh, I, you know, cleared uh, with work that I can take a, you know, miss a day for travel and uh, got my flight and everything together. And we're finally going to go. And so everything's all planned. We're ready. And then he hits me up and he goes, dude, I bought a photo op because I regretted not doing this last year. I had to get it. And I was like, oh, dude. And he told me who it was. I'm like, that's awesome. Cool. Like, good for you, man. That's awesome. And uh, he goes, well, here's the thing. Like, 
each photo op comes with two people. Like two oh. people get to be in the photo, so you're going with me. I'm like, I'm going to meet William Shatner. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, he's going to say who he's going to meet. Right. It was he's a like, build up. It was. I know. Was I was suspense. Like, like, is he not? He's going to make suspense. us wait till next week. No, he's great at radio. <laughs> next week, tune in next week to find out who Al got to meet. Yeah, so right. I, I will be at the Star Trek, the, the big one, the Star Trek. And again, that's like the San Diego Comic Con is the big comic convention. Right. This is the big this Star, is the Trek, Star one. Trek convention. This was last year where Patrick Stewart made the announcement that Picard was going to be a show. Sure. Like at Star Trek Las Vegas. This is. Yeah, so who knows the what they'll one. announce this year right. when you're there. Are there any kind of panels or anything like that that you're going to. Yeah, we're going to see. Um, I don't remember. I think. Who else is there? I don't know. My brother keeps sending me updates, and I'm like, I'm just going to forget anyway, so I'm not going to bother checking it out. Like, I'll, we'll see when we get there. But mm-hmm. uh, we are going to hear William Shatner speak. That was That's why we selected Saturday. I think it runs. Thursday. So by the time this uh, podcast posts, it's already going in Las Vegas right now. Um, so Thursday through Sunday, we specifically chose um, Saturday because William Shatner was going to speak. Did you do any like songs? Do any numbers? Any musical numbers when he's I supposed to speak? I, he certainly so. should. Like there's, know, that should be know? like an after hours thing. Yeah, because they they do that at Umacon. You'll you'll see you know like some of the musicians yeah, do like, an after hours thing where you can. That'd be cool. I'm a rock. I'd watch that. Man. (laughs) Yeah. I got this Christmas album at my desk. (laughs) I still haven't opened it. I listen to it. I don't remember who else. I think maybe there's going to be some people from Deep Space Nine. Yeah. Maybe Kate Mulgrew might be there that day. I'm trying to look it up right here on my phone. Let's see. William Shatner. uh, Kate Kate Mulgrew will be there. Uh, I don't know how to spell it. I apologize already. Sonequa Martin Green from Discovery. Okay, I'm uh, not sure. Doug Jones, who plays Saru oh, on yeah, Discovery, Saru, yep, he's going to be there. Yep. A bunch of people from Discovery are going to be there. Nick, uh, Michelle, Nichelle Nichols from the original series. You nice. Heard Walter Koenig. All right. All right. Oh, and Seven of Nine will be there. Oh, Jerry really? Ryan. Jerry Ryan. There All you right. go. Dude, she's in the Picard trailer, and she looks amazing still. Yeah. yeah. I'm just making the joke that Al's going to dress up in a skin-tight suit. Like oh, that would be really awkward. <laughs> yeah. Be really... yeah, she's seen it before. LeVar Burton. Oh, yeah. All right, Jordy. Brent Spiner, Michael Dorn, Jonathan Frakes. Goddamn. Frakes is going to, well, it's okay. Is that all on the same day, though? Or is uh, that just, uh, uh, photos Saturday and Sunday. Appearance on stage Saturday. Okay. So Autographs in the vendor's room Saturday and Sunday. Okay. So maybe we'll get to see them speak. Because I would like, uh, I don't think Patrick Stewart is speaking on Saturday. So I may have to go another year to hear right. him speak. But I, Shatner, we had to get Shatner in. If Frakes is speaking on Saturday, I want to hear him talk because right. I mean, like those are the the big three for me. Would be Shatner, obviously Nimoy would be one of them, but he's no longer with us, right? Um, but Shatner, uh, Frakes, and Stewart are the big ones that you I you can would tell this is the big one because they the big the, one. like they. I, they I, I feel like because I didn't see Patrick Stewart on the list here, but I feel like if you year to year, like if you get William Shatner, you get Patrick Stewart the year off, right? Kind of thing. But then, like, for all the secondary characters, like, all those next generation people or, like, everyone from Star Trek Discovery yeah. is going to be there. Well, that's, that's the new show. I mean, yeah. it's only two seasons in right There's now. There's a bunch of Deep Space, Deep Space Nine people. They're all going to be there and stuff. You're going to have a good time, yeah. sir. Except for all the people. Okay. What I feel gonna... like next week. <laughs> well, yeah. Here's the thing. And I'm, I'm sorry. I am, a, I am a Trekkie, and I love Star Trek. And, uh, dude, after we did this on the morning show, we talked about it. I've had so many people direct message me on, like, Twitter and Instagram, which I encourage. I love it. I love hearing from people. But with all due respect for the normal people that are into Star Trek, <laughs> there's going to be so many people there that haven't bathed. Like oh, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be. 
be real smelly, basement, guys. Basement dwelling virgins smelly. unite. That's that's how conventions work, <laughs> my friend. You did pick then, the best day when it comes to conventions. Saturday. That's, that's the other funny thing. That is hot Vegas heat. I've never gone to a convention. Like it's yeah. it, the people have like kept me from going to like Motor City sure. Comic Con. But I mean, I'm that's the big one. Okay, I'm well, gonna go. This, this is a game that Amy and I play typically when we go to conventions. So, what is the cosplay you think you will see the most of? Because there's going to be people running around in Star Trek uniforms. Klingon's got to be the Klingons most common. kind of thing, something like that. Seven of Nines will be yeah. running around there, you know, different Borg or something like that. And then we, we typically, I think the last one we we went to, it was the uh, the Thor from uh, Endgame. It was like, okay, yeah. let's count up the Thors. I think I'll be yeah. more interested in looking for non-Star Trek cosplay at the yeah. Star Trek con because you there you know it's good. there's going to be people there's got to be a there's got to be a handful of Doctor Who's that are going to be running around right. because Doctor Who is such a you can cosplay that anywhere and it still makes sense right yeah absolutely <laughs> people go to the uh, I don't know when it started but people will go to the Renaissance Festival dressed as Doctor Who because <laughs> of course he would be there. Yeah. He could be anywhere. He's a time traveler. I've read, oh, this is a great uh, series. I think IDW did. It was a Doctor Who Next Generation crossover yep. comic. And yep. yeah, so that, yeah, I could see that. Well, there's one guy I definitely want you to meet, and it is Bobby Clark because he played Gorn in the original series. Oh, my God, the Gorn! <laughs> You gotta be like, I recognize you. You look just like him. <laughs> that was one of the jokes that uh, I think it was. I can't remember. If it, I think it was the second Star Trek movie that J.J. Abrams did uh-huh. that I saw. I don't know. I was. This was back when I was working two jobs, sixteen-hour days. I saw it way late, so I didn't get to as much as I love Star Trek. I didn't get to the new movie until it was getting ready to be pulled from theaters. Right. So I was the only Trekkie in the entire theater. Everyone else there was like, I haven't seen it yet. I'm, you know, and everything. I've seen everything else. I'll guess I'll check out the new Star Trek movie. And there's a joke in there about Dr. McCoy makes something about, you know, like helping birth a baby Gorn. And I'm in the theater. I'm like, ha! And I realize I'm the only one here who knows what a Gorn is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because that joke went over my head when I saw it. It's a giant lizard man. (laughs) I I know. I got that now. In the original series, the episode called The Arena. There you go. There you go. Is it also the one where uh, Jim Carrey does the battle? Yeah, that one is, uh, that's the one where, uh, I don't know. Cable guy? Yeah, what the hell is that episode called? But they got to go back to Vulcan. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Spock tries to pond far. <laughs> Kirk right in his face. You know, you know, among Star Trek people, pond far has got to be some kind of sexual position. It is. Well, it's not a position, but it's the, yeah, the, the, the urge that Vulcans feel every seven years or whatever to mate. So it is actually sexual. But it's, it's turned into something for yeah, sure. Yeah, it's, yes, it is. Whether a, we know it or not. It's a Vulcan sex thing. Anyway, so pond far. Should be the title of this episode, but instead it's going to be... It's going to be uh, checking out the boys. Checking out the boys. Checking out the boys. Uh, but no, I am very excited, even though there's going to be a lot of people there. Uh, I'm going to... Uh, I'll probably forget, but I'm going to try and post some pictures and stuff yeah. on social media. And so I'll, you can follow uh, me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all of them at Al Beck Radio. I'm probably going to text you some photos. Yeah, and so, we'll share them on the Nerd Radio uh, social media, Nerd so, Radio 101. So keep up with us all weekend, and come yeah. on back next week and uh, listen to some Nerd Radio. You guys have a fantastic week. And when I say you guys, I mean the guys in the studio. I thought you were the listeners. <laughs> no, you people at home, you well, have thank whatever, you. Yeah, whatever yeah. kind of week no. you want. It's, it's fine. You have you whatever you want, you know, better than us, probably. <laughs> I'm in a difficult situation here. I mean, after all, you're nerds. Have a great weekend. Golden Radio. I know. See you later, thank nerds. You. And we're out. How do you feel about it? That's fine. Okay. See, you bring stuff to the table. <laughs> you know, sometimes. Once, once a quarter. <laughs> 
Call me old deadweight Al. <laughs> we used to justify it that I was the funny one, but now we got James. Yeah, you're so not what? even the funny one now. <laughs> what the, what the uh-huh. fuck am I doing here? God. You're you're now you're the setup man. <laughs> yeah. I'm the straight man. You set up the jokes. James knocks him down. Yeah. Are we ready? I'm sure. All right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's, I guess. Ready as I'm going to be. 